This is Business with Benefits, because there are so many things you get from business besides dollar signs. I'm on this journey with you, and I'm your host, Daryl Perry, aka the guy with the bow tie. You made it this far, so let's get into it. I have gotten the opportunity to have the illustrious Sherrod Jones live on Business of Benefits. For those of you in the replay, thanks for coming, and uh, please comment and like and share. The agenda is whatever Cher and I come up with today. <laughs> Cher is the expert on social media. But Cher, we was talking about something before we kind of got into it. I was asking you, um, everybody sees in the logo, I use StreamYard for my live broadcast. Mm-hmm. Some people ask about Restream versus StreamYard. So can you kind of give some insight on the two of those? Because you're a phenom with live. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really interesting. So I chose the harder of the two routes, really and truly. Um, I use Streamlabs OBS coupled with Restream. So Restream allows me to broadcast to multiple networks, and that's all I use it for. So I can transmit to Twitter, um, Facebook page, as well as YouTube, because I want I store all my broadcasts on YouTube. Okay. And um, but that's all I use Restream. IO for. What I use Streamlabs OBS for is OBS is um, open broadcasting sys- or source yeah. or system and it's a free software. So that's the difference. One. Yeah. But here's the real difference is you your computer has to be able to handle it. It has to have the processing power to handle it because the difference between StreamYard and um, Streamlabs OBS or OBS is that you are hosting all the software all the time uh, whereas Streamlabs, it's going to the, you're you're broadcasting to the cloud and then it's it has all the processing and everything that's going on so if you're my computer's like a game literally it's a gaming rig so <laughs> it can stream games like my graphic card's amazing all that other good stuff so it's for the nerd in you and it's not for the faint of heart and um what it allows you to do is it allows you to like if you see my broadcast it's very customized because i actually built my graphic yeah, I know. <laughs> I am that girl, that crazy girl. But I built all my graphics by hand. Literally, I, I built yeah. them all. And um, and and yeah, so I created a look and feel that is so unique to my show. Yeah. However, I do not recommend if I, just to give background, I, I have a broadcasting background. So I worked in live sports television. I worked on the pre and the post game show for the Raptors. I worked on highlight like sports, like sports like sports center type shows here yeah. and um so i was used to that fast-paced environment of building and creating while i'm rolling my stuff live while i'm cutting highlights all that kind of stuff anyways it's it's a lot but StreamYard <laughs> is like if you want to be a great host and that's what you have to focus on being a great host first let the technology handle itself uh-huh. Right. And StreamYard is fantastic for that. There are a few other I'm looking forward to when BeLive comes over to LinkedIn. I know they're working on their 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 API permission so that they can broadcast that way. Uh-huh. StreamYard is great because it just allows you to have this. Look at your show. This is with benefits. Fantastic looking show immediately Aww. brings that. Absolutely. <laughs> it brings that credibility. So it allows you to do that easily. Mm-hmm. Whereas what I do it allows me that customized, like that, the ability right. to customize to the next level. And um, you just got to be able to figure out the tech. Yeah, that's probably why when I see people use Restream, sometimes with OBS, it comes through pixelated or um, choppy. Because the computer's not fast enough. Yes, because I, I had that issue. I think um, Kelly and I will probably jump in here. Oh, we got a comment from Rob. Marav Levine. Oh, uh, yes, Marav. Hey. If I butcher your name, I know we just connected recently because of Share, so appreciate the connection and the engagement. Um, but yeah, I saw Kelly Knott. She's a friend of mine. We did live recently, and she tried Restream, too. I was like, it was super pixelated. And like, I figured it was a computer. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you for sharing that insight. And you know, my, my fanboy in me has to come out now. I've actually watched you on LinkedIn for, gosh, a couple years now. Your live show started, what, in 16, 15 on LinkedIn? Um, no, my LinkedIn Live only came out this year. 
right? So at the very beginning of this year, so I got access to doing live mm-hmm. in, um, I believe it was in June that I got okay. access. It was late. Like, um, I got the second wave of access. Okay, well, I'll see I you have, show you what posted all the time, your regular show. Yeah, I had, so I had originally, it was just our share and they were like five to seven minute videos. And then I developed my live. So I have 24 episodes. So I've been doing it for about probably like 28 weeks or so live. Okay. So yeah. Loving it and watching all the time. So you, you were part of the reason I wanted to learn Restream and OBS Aww. because I figured you were doing something fancier. <laughs> but I would just, it would be out of my reach. So guys, if you need help with understanding that, that's what Cher's specialty is in broadcasting. Um, mine is not. <laughs> so that's why it was hard for me to do that. Hey, we got a comment from Demetrius Jones. Thanks for jumping in. And also from Troy Hall. Hey, it's been a while. Hey, Troy. Troy. Yeah. Thanks for jumping on here. Um, remember guys, and oh, Carlotta, I forgot to mention you, Carlotta, I met at the LinkedIn Meetup ATL that was uh, sponsored by Suzanne, uh, Suzanne Spainer. If you ever get to do a LinkedIn Meetup event, do them. Now, Sherry, you did one with Ronella, I think, a year or so ago, right? We did. Well, Ronell has a little twist on his. His is like, I would call it LinkedIn LinkedIn local grown and sexy because he doesn't okay. want to call it <laughs> business and bourbon. Right. And so it has a LinkedIn local fl- vibe to it because it's everybody from linkedin but yeah. he does like bourbon and whiskey tastings and all that kind of stuff so he he has his little uh, like a, like i said he picks these special venues he worries about food and all these really cool stuff plus he, he brings like a stack panel of guests and he did it both in atlanta as well as in toronto he's been in other places as well so um definitely something to check out but like you were saying linkedin locals are fantastic yes um, and I heard that one in Atlanta. I mean, there's so many that happen all the time, but I heard the one that you went to was was lit. So was yeah, that's how I got to meet Shanae Murray. I've been yeah. you know, Shanae and Courtney. I've been kind of watching them online, keeping track of what they're doing, and that's what I, you got to be there. They kind of bullied me into going because exactly. Those that know me, I have three kids. I usually don't get out a whole lot at night. Um, <laughs> nighttime, like, nope, I'm not probably doing it. So they kind of said, you have to go. So that was the first time I met them. Great experience. I highly recommend meeting your connections offline. Mm-hmm. That's what this platform's for. If you don't ever talk to the people and you're just connections, and I was guilty of that for a long time personally, Yeah. Um, the last year and a half has taught me a ton about engagement. Oh, so for sure. I got a question for you. So we're in for some people to comment. Oh, wait, Nick. Nick jumped on here. That's hey, my, Nick. That is my LinkedIn brother in arms, I tell you. That is my brother. <laughs> Even for the longest time, I thought he's part of my fraternity. I'm part of Kappa Alpha Psi. And okay. I just made him a Kappa for like a year. <laughs> I kept saying, oh, what's up, bro? He's like, I'm an Alpha. Oh, my God. I thought you was a Kappa all this time. But thanks for joining in, Nick. Um, I want to ask, what's LinkedIn like? For Canada versus the United States, would like is there a difference to you? Or is it pretty similar? It's exactly the same. I mean, I'm I'm out of Toronto, and Toronto's like just I'm gonna you know raise our game a little bit here. Toronto is the fourth largest city in North America, so I'm just saying we're not like little small fries over here. But <laughs> Toronto, it's exactly the experience is exactly the same. Um, it's really I think LinkedIn experience, no matter where you are in the world, is really what you make of it. Yep. Right. It's really what you're doing with your own online brand presence, as well as the relationships that you create and really focus on those relationships first. And, and LinkedIn will feed you. Yep. I agree. A million percent. I, I highly recommend just meet people, call them. You know, it's the funniest yeah. thing when I call a connection is they were connected on LinkedIn. They almost stop like, oh, pe- people actually do that. And it's, it's surprising that more people don't do it. But um, I will recommend when you guys do that, don't tell people when you connect with them and call them. Please do not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my PSA moment. <laughs> when you connect with somebody, do not try to pitch them as soon as you connect with them, yeah. let alone five messages in. Try to make a relationship mm-hmm. and know who you're dealing with. Um, that's what I appreciate for the people I've met on LinkedIn. They're not trying to sell me something all day. Right. Um, let's see here real quick. You got a question for me, Cher. Oh, wait a minute, got some people jumped in. We had Chanel Brooks. You got a cartoon, so I don't even know what you look like. You know, what do you feel? Like? That's a good question right now. I'm I'm told with the idea of um the graphic um avatar, the, okay. the, the photo avatar. What, what's your thoughts on that? As far as your to to use that for your profile picture? Yes. The only people I, I really unless it's built into your brand, I'm not a fan of it on LinkedIn per se, because the reason why people use LinkedIn is when they're at a networking event and they see your picture, 
yeah they will connect it with you right one of the reasons why you're building this brand and you're building this presence online is so like you can have the cheers effect offline so when you walk into a room everybody knows your name everybody knows who you are and you can't quite unless it's like exactly 100 to your likeness you can't get it there where you can do is you can incorporate that into your graphics and your show because i use i use a bitmoji in my show i've been using it for even in my in my previous videos as well yeah. i think they're fun but not as your profile picture because you think about how many times you're looking up to see who this person is right you're gonna be met with a graphic i get why some people use it because there's some people have like um certain religious beliefs where they can't get their image on on camera and all that and i get that um but for for most people who are not limited by that and i and i speak about that respectfully i don't suggest it you want to show up like you show up and the and then to the nth degree is like okay you've got the you've got the um animated version of you but what about the over filtered version of you where you don't even look like you anymore right. and so we got to be careful of that too because i don't know if you've ever seen the meme where um they've got yoda in his normal yoda face and the next one he's got like he's all moved out with no wrinkles or nothing yeah. that's not how you show up you got to show up like you show up sure you can have a better version the best version of yourself mm. but it still has to look like you so talk to nick if you need to look like you and look awesome yeah. hook me up that's the picture you use that's from the magical nick and he can help you yeah that's nick nelson so chanel i, I didn't mean to pick on you i just wanted this is to help learn things and teach people so check out nick nelson he's great at rebranding people and helping you show up as your best self mm -hmm. um, between nick and share they're probably the main two videos i watch on linkedin all the time Aww. Yeah. Oh, no problem. We have Bonnie, Suzanne, Sussman. Yeah. Thank Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie's awesome. Bonnie is someone you definitely want to add to your network as well. She's just just a, an incredible cheerleader. She has a really cool company called GoLids, and she's doing some really great like she's being innovative with how she's incorporating her product into her content mm -hmm. and it's just really cool she's an innovator to watch so um and she's an awesome cheerleader and friend so connect with her for you guys watching perfect and you know something i get questioned all the time so people honestly with live i was scared to do it when i first got access i got it probably in june as well but uh, Shanae and Courtney invited me live on their show at first. Mm -hmm. So when I saw, oh, this isn't so bad, but now to talk to people, they're often saying, well, I don't know what to make up for content. Content, what, what do I do? Should I do it daily? The probably the main question I get is like, how do you figure out your content strategy for you? Is it kind of you take the whole week and just plan out each day or are you just going on the fly? Mm, that's a good question. My trainer hat would get on and say, plan, take a look at, and this is the advice that I don't always follow because uh, time management issues. But th that being said, this is best practice advice. It would be taking a look at your week and saying, what are the opportunities for me to be social, to show and tell what's going on in a framing of service because no one really cares what you're doing unless you are feeding them in the process and when i say feeding them what i mean is giving them the nuggets giving them the things that they can go back and think about or learn from you as a result of what you're putting into play so if you're going somewhere like yesterday where i show a lot of my behind the scenes stuff and so i i balance my social life between linkedin and then instagram so if you want to see what a social media trader does behind the scenes and all the, the foolishness that I get up to, <laughs> follow me, uh, it's Cher Jones, ITS Cher Jones, over on Instagram, because that's where I show the behind the scenes stuff of what I do. I was speaking at a university last night, showing that, and I was having technical difficulties with Instagram, talking about that, like all kind of stuff. <laughs> so at the end of the day, the advice, so going back to your question, the advice is really around taking a look at your week, where can you be social? That's one thing. Mm. Also, taking a look at your your three month agenda. What are the things that you're trying to accomplish in the next three months at work? Are there things that you're working on? Is there a project that's coming out? Is there things that you could be doing? Are there events happening where yeah. you can lend your brand? Um, if you're an entrepreneur, are there things that you're launching? Things mm -hmm. that maybe you're coming out with the show and things that you need to get done in advance and think about the content that will feed into that but all that content at the end of the day, if it's not serving your audience and only you, no one cares. Yeah. You've got to always think about your content and how it can serve people. And sometimes it's just going to be off the cuff. You got an idea, you got, a, you got an inspiration and you share. And that's all good too.
Yeah, I think that's important to realize too that people come into thinking their content is always supposed to be about their product or service. And I find most of my most engaging content is about that. I slip in something here and there, but my thought process, you can click anybody's profile and see what they do. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't talk about that all the time because mm-hmm. they understand. I think that makes that relationship helpful. Um, I find myself snapping pictures with people at events and things like that. And they're like, oh, that's the thing. Like, yeah, that's what LinkedIn's for. I mean, I'm on it all the time. Yeah. To catch up with some comments, we had Bonnie say, your profile is representation of your professionalism. You need to balance your personality and attitude. Very true. 100% agree with that. <laughs> she also said, "I'm my nine. I'm, a, I'm her nine. I'm her nine thousandth connection. <laughs> and right now to nine thousand. That's awesome. <laughs> Who could have called that? <laughs> Who could have called that? That's so funny. Um, but actually, um, you know what? If you look at that's she probably just connected with you, and she knew that it would be nine thousand and <laughs> done. So, congratulations on your nine thousand yeah, connection. Congratulations, Bonnie. It's awesome." Um, we had a good morning from Aletha Carter. Thanks, for Aletha, for joining in. Mm-hmm. And Bonnie else is a content by mood a bit for me, but planning is wiser, hard to pull up when you're very busy. Um, I know I did a video yesterday in between meetings. I had somebody on the way to see me. Uh, shout out to Kurt Schaefer. He came from Texas and met me down. At oh, wow, Kurt's awesome. He just met me from, say, hey, I'm going to be in Georgia this next week, so let's meet up. Yeah. And um, on the way for him to come see me, I did a quick video saying, okay, I got 10, 15 minutes. Let me just do a quick video. Mm-hmm. So even if you're busy, it doesn't have to be the most polished content, I think. Exactly. Um, I think people like raw content sometimes of just mm-hmm. me at the office. Hey, I had a horrible day today. This is what happened. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it's absolutely necessary. Uh, I struggle with it sometimes because I come from a broadcasting background. So if you like, you looked at my old my videos that were online. Everything that I do is like it's like I play at a higher level that I yeah. don't need to be playing at. And this is what I'm trying to get to you. It's funny. I read a post last week and I was so conflicted because it's like, um, it's like what's working on LinkedIn now in 2020. And it's one of the points where, you know, find that level of content that you are not like, that doesn't take that much work, but still serves. So it's like finding your um, bliss points in content, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like just enough. And what I do is, you know, in the past and I'm working on it and I use Instagram for a lot of that off the cuff content as opposed to LinkedIn, but my money network is LinkedIn. And what I mean by that is this is where business happens for me. Instagram is where more deeper relationships happen. I start my relationships here, bring them over to Instagram and they become magic, which is awesome. But they still, you know, their magical things happen here, but this is my money network. This is where I get the opportunity to meet people on a platform where I can talk about what I talk about from a business perspective more often than not. So I need to push or poke the bear a little bit and me being the bear as far as creating that off the cuff content because I don't do it enough and I think it is so important and I see the people who are doing it and I see their 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 engagement numbers jumping I see the relationships growing I see their networks building so you have to do it and get out of your head I'm like practically speaking to the woman in the mirror right now you gotta (laughs) get out of your head that content because people actually want to hear from you but as long as you can at the end of the day say to yourself the reason why people watch this or what people will get out when they out of this when they watch this is this so you whether it's your that piece of content was designed to uplift them to make them laugh or to give them a little knowledge drop whatever that is but you need to know the purpose before you post don't just post for posting because here's one thing i tell and i stopped talking i talk so much but here's one (laughs) here's one of the things that i tell everyone on my show everywhere i go i think i say this all the time okay is your content your every piece of content you put out there is a trust agreement between you and the people you are connected with Mm -hmm. the more content you put out there that is solid that they feel that they got something of it out of it whatever the goal was from you that is totally fine but the minute you start putting junk on there and they click on it i was like that was a waste of time that was a waste of time by, by three wasted times, they don't trust you anymore. And mm-hmm. they're going to not trust their four seconds that they took to click on your content to figure <laughs> out it was a waste of time. Yeah. They're not going to do that. So you have to remember that don't break the trust. 
mm-hmm. put your best out there, especially because we have so much content coming at us. Yes. When they select your content to read, watch, or look at, that was a choice. Yeah. And honor that choice by feeding them in the way that you feel they should you, they should be fed. Yeah, I love the intent piece. You said having the intent with the content because I find myself about to snap a picture, do a video, and I'm like, wait a minute. There's no point to this. There's no value in this. So let me just hold off and think of something better. So I think it's a very wise decision to be intentional with your content because you. I think we're all used to some social medias where like Facebook, for instance, um, here's me eating lunch. Yes. This is my sandwich. Right. This is me and the dog. I and mean, that's where people say, okay, this is a waste of time. This is why I feel like Facebook has lost its sparkle uh, because of that reason. So lengthen some people start to do that but you're right the more you see that junk you're kind of like i don't need to see this anymore right um so for you this is a common question i get a lot oh we get some uh, a comment real quick bonnie said keep notes and ideas that you have that you may not execute on that day necessarily uh good point yeah uh, time management i think she's talking about your time management piece when you mentioned <laughs> i'm having time management problems uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one of the things I use to keep notes on and when I'm working with my coaching clients, one of the things that I, they all have with me is a OneNote binder. Basically, I use OneNote. It is like I use it every single day, multiple times a day. I keep all my ideas. When I see a scroll stopper, I immediately take the link, shove it in my Just Ask Share One Notebook. Um, all my clients have that. They have a place where they can keep their ideas. And because it works on all platforms from your phone to your desktop, to your laptop, to your tablet, it is fan- fantastic and is always updated in the moment all of them um the one thing i want to shout out is i know marlon was traveling today and he said purpose before you post nice share thanks marlon and thanks for tuning in because i know you're traveling today so you said that you would jump in if you could so we appreciate that thanks for marlon he's been a big cheerleader for me we're both in the insurance space but totally different kinds of things but he's been a big cheerleader for me and i see him there and we also see Desiree, Desiree Bonner. She worked with Nick Nelson. You guys check out her profile, great avatar. Yeah. Nick did her a great service, making her brand look better. Mm-hmm. And uh, she put hashtag the knowledge drop. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. Marlon also says blue, blue fi. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got the fraternity battles going yes. on. Yes. <laughs> Marlon, we can't do the fraternity battles on LinkedIn Live now. <laughs> the host is the capitalist, so we can't have that happen now. Um, <laughs> Quality over quantity from Bonnie. Hey, Tammy, you got Tammy Knight on here now. Tammy, I actually met. Have you met Tammy yet, Cher? Um, I believe we connected. Let me just double check. Yes, we are connected. So, yeah. Tammy, I feel like she just joined LinkedIn initially, right before the LinkedIn meetup ATL, and she and I connected and then um, met it. And the funny thing was, I was parking at the event and I saw her crossing the street and she saw me as I was parking. I was like, oh my God. It's because you know the face. Right, the <laughs> you had a picture, which was like an avatar of a cartoon. Right. You not totally recognized the person. Right. I think I know you, but that happens to me all the time when I'm in meeting networking events or in public. People will say, like, I know you. And I'm like, how? Oh, wait, you do the LinkedIn thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's me. So it, it hugely helps that. But Tammy runs a great organic uh, laundry detergent. So those of you that have mm-hmm. sensitive skin, things like that, definitely check out Tammy Knight. Um, but I was going to ask you, what do you, how do you feel about daily content versus weekly content? Because personally, I like daily content, mm-hmm. but I uh, wanted to see what you, how you felt about daily versus weekly. All right. So <laughs> daily works. I am not a daily content person on LinkedIn, but I should be. Because mm-hmm. right now, the network is rewarding people who are, from an algorithm perspective, um, the network is rewarding people handsomely mm-hmm. for putting out content daily. Again, do not lose sight of my rule around um, around serving people and the fact that it is a, a trust agreement. So don't just put content out there to put it out there. Yeah. My thing is because I do attract a lot of engagement and I'm writing my contents all the time. It's like, running a business and I'm training and I'm creating my, my training is content literally. So I'm, I struggle with it, but I know it's in, in order for me to up level from where I am, I have to be posting 
um, whether it's daily, at least I want to say three to four times a week would be ideal for this network. Um, I do put out almost daily stuff and stories. This is why I love stories so much. It allows you to put out daily content, but LinkedIn, I know they're testing the story application, but they don't have it yet. Right. Um, so that will be awesome when that happens because then I can not be, I can focus on that one quality piece of content. Cause again, um, what Bonnie said, quality over co- quantity any day, it always trumps it and yeah. value over vanity. That's yeah. another one that guys like that's straight up a hashtag value over vanity. Okay. And recognizing when, when, what's the delineation between the two, mm-hmm. but, um, If you can, and this comes back down to time management, which is a skill I am working on hard. You have no idea. I'm like, I'm actively being intentional. This year has all been about like figuring out what's my system. But if you can intentionally batch create some of your content or plan out some of your content, I highly recommend you will see a significant jump. I know, you know, Anthony, he is, he, 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 put his output or he he increased his output and he's seen a significant jump in profile views you saw him post about that last week so it works it's yeah. just your ability to do and then there's one more responsibility that i want to remind you guys of is when you put content out there you can't post and ghost you've got to yeah. be in the content and in the comments yeah. and you also have the responsibility of liking other people's content yeah. as well and engaging with the other people because they'll get filtered out of the algorithm so mm-hmm. finding that balance whether that means and this is how I've worked it. And this is how I've seen growth, even with one major piece of content a week. Mm-hmm. I focused on high, high value quality content okay. a week. And then I focused on making sure that I was in the comments, responding to every single person. Mm-hmm. So they know that they were watched and I send DMs to people, not just responding in the comments, but also messaging people and then spending the time in your network. So if you don't have the time to do the recommended four to five posts a week or whatever, focus on quality with the one and be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. Another piece that I did was appointment based content. So you guys know every Tuesday, every Tuesday at three 30, I go live. I used to do my videos. I used to drop them every Thursday. I would drop a video. So people, what I trained my, my connections, the people that I'm connected to, what I trained them to do is expect that. And when I didn't, they were like, what the F share? Where are you? What happened? Yeah. So that if you are in um, a position where you can't produce daily content, no problem. Be consistent on the day and time that you put it out there. So people know to come to expect you, but then invest time growing your relationships and in other people's content, because in the, in the comments, you actually create little pieces of content. Yeah. Every single time you reply. So don't just say great job, right? Like yeah. reply to reply. And if yeah. you, if you spend, let's say 20 minutes, half an hour a day, sometimes more as your network grows, spending that time, just responding to people, maybe having what I call a hit list. So people that you are actively trying to grow relationships with, with purpose for whatever your goal is, but also people just who show up in your network, people who encourage and support you spend time in their content and engaging with them and you will still grow. You don't have to be an everyday poster. You will still grow. You will not get the same results as an everyday poster, but you're doing it Mm -hmm. at capacity, right? And in a sustainable way. And then you grow from there. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that I live in my notification section on the, um, on the app or on the computer. I live in the notification section Mm -hmm. where I'm looking who liked something, who replied, who said a comment. Um, hugely valuable and I'm a huge fan of batch content like Cherish said so if you're at an event uh, you can actually do video for the events let's say it's a 20 minute video yeah. you can chop that down to 10 two minute videos or something like that mm-hmm. um, I joked the other day that I was in a networking event without my bow tie and I said they're going to get me for not having the bow tie but I had some content I recorded a few days ago before it that had my bow tie so I posted that the day of so it looks like Oh, he had it on every single day, but I did batch content. So there's always time. I would just say, just think about what's most important. Um, Two books I recommend y'all, we're talking about time management over and over again, and I struggle with this too. Um, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. 
awesome book that helped you with things like that. Mm-hmm. And then the four disciplines of execution. Mm-hmm. Um, those two books kind of give me perspective on what should I be doing at this given moment. Mm-hmm. There's some comments here come out. We had Desiree give a shout out to Nick saying, connect with him to get noticed. <laughs> yes, agreed. Nick, Nick will help you get noticed. Marlon said, loved one note. I also use it multiple times and yet easy to use across uh, platforms. Mm-hmm. Thanks for saying the love, Marlon, for loving Mr. Bowtie Guy. <laughs> uh, Tammy says, thanks, Bonnie. Corey, thanks for jumping in, Corey. It's an awesome input. You must always be always be marketing myself and your business. Yes. I look at it kind of like with LinkedIn. It's, it's free advertising. Uh, you know, for the most part, you can pay for the platform. But all those impressions, it should be important for your calendar. You're getting views and likes and comments from people that probably would never see you in the street. So yeah. I think it's vastly important to make it a part of your routine. Do you have like a budget of time you usually set for yourself? Like each day I want to spend an hour on this platform or how mm-hmm. is that the process you have for yourself? Yeah. Um, usually I like to spend time in the morning and then and then whenever my phone distracts me that I allow the distractions to take place, right? Because sometimes it's like, focus, girl, focus. But usually in the morning when I'm having my coffee or, you know, after what I've learned to do now, and I think this is really important, this is all part of my time management journey, <laughs> is um, not getting on LinkedIn first thing in the morning and really focusing on what's the goal that I'm, what's the big goal? What are the smaller picture goals? Like th- those things remind myself every single day of what it is I want to accomplish uh-huh. and going through my what's my day like so that I can then prioritize that time but I usually do it in the morning jump in because that's when people are on the network in the morning jump yeah. in and then later on in the evening time and sometimes when I you know I'm up for late at night for some reason I find that's a great way to also spend time engaging especially when I didn't put content out that day yeah. like that's when I'll go in at night sometimes and also counterintuitively the weekend is a great time to engage with people even going back in and finding their posts because this is when your notification will stand out and they actually have time to respond to you properly or notice that you because you're not you're not you're not um you're not fighting uh, for the same attention that you would during a work day so at night on weekends great time perfect okay then we had um Oh, there's some more comments here. Say, Carlotta said, I love stories on Facebook and IG. Mm-hmm. I don't use LinkedIn, so I'm, I'm envious sometimes. When I first started getting deep into social media, I found Facebook and Instagram to distract me because my network usually is on LinkedIn. Like, I need business owners and HR professionals. So, mm-hmm. usually they're on LinkedIn, but I let other people find success in it. Oh, we got the hashtag already. Desiree made the hashtag value over vanity. Value over vanity. I'm telling you all the time. Follow that hashtag. It's about to be. (laughs) And um, interestingly enough, though, your comment around, um, you know, being staying in the one network, which is totally fine. Sometimes we got to pick our poison and know where our time is best spent. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I can tell a lot of people is is taking the pressure off a secondary network where you can build deeper relationships with and what i mean by that is you we can't we can build business relationships here we can build that credibility that authority that trust which is key to doing business but and even that likability it absolutely happens here on the network Mm -hmm. but here's the opportunity for you to go deeper is as you build those relationships over on another network for me my 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 network of choice is link is is um instagram for my relationship building is being able to see someone went to um you know went to a family event went to a vacation is yeah. doing something went to a conference and being able to have those discussions without talking about hey i'm a social media trainer and don't <laughs> do that do this um all that kind of stuff like i don't do it as i showed behind the scenes stuff mm. but people get to see me and stay top of mind that way but I also get to pour into other people as well when they when they're saying they're hurting because of what they post something and you check in hey is everything okay that network allows you to do that in a little bit more of a organic nature and I have found some of my best referral partners especially referral partners guys um, have come from deepened relationships Mm -hmm. on a more personal network where I still be personally professional okay so i'll consider revamping my ig then (laughs) don't think of it like that don't think of it like and that's the thing is i'm trying to take the pressure off 
secondary business, like where you have to position yourself for business. What your your bio on your IG allows you to do is like if you talk about you're being a dad, um, a Star Wars lover, a this, a that, like that gives you permission to talk about all of that because you're not putting it in. It's not LinkedIn. There's so many things that you could think about that are not LinkedIn worthy. Even if you ate something awesome, that's perfect for stories because we don't need to archive our meals, but we can share them if we feel it was shareable. And it's all about fascination, mm. right? It makes you more fascinating when you can show other aspects of your brand and sh still show your professionalism and um, and the, your ability to build relationships because people will talk to you about, oh, I saw that you went to this, yeah. this event or that movie. How was it? Yeah, right? totally not business, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes that's your way in. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking about it strategically, being able to see somebody from you, like you're crossing platforms now. So also you can send them a DM. Hey, how was the, how, how was, which movie do I want to watch this weekend? I, I haven't seen it yet. Knives Out. And like, if I saw that someone posted about it, I'm finally going to go see Knives Out. what did you think of it? But yeah. you can that intel from Instagram and mm. message them on LinkedIn, but DM them. Yeah. Right. You do. You bring your profile up. Yeah. Right. You okay. also bolster the algorithm so that it's telling the algorithm over on LinkedIn that you two are friends every time you DM somebody. So the yeah. likelihood of them seeing your posts and, and you showing up in their newsfeed increases because of the interaction. Makes sense. Okay. Getting schooled by share. This is why it's hashtag just that share. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> we also had um, Marlon said, Tammy, going to check out your product. Thank you for that. Interact with people have checked their products out. Bonnie said, also, it's okay to repurpose content in different ways yeah. because the feed doesn't always see it. Very true. Right. right. So, and ahead. Bonnie is also a master at um, leveraging the content that she creates over using um, Instagram stories and bringing in its relevant content that she can bring back over into LinkedIn. So if it's mm -hmm. relevant, network would care about and it, and it makes sense for what you're seeing in the network go with yeah. it i also noticed that um desiree says i do the same splitting my time um where i come in the morning to post and then late in the afternoon to follow up and chat mm -hmm. and and i love that because sometimes it's like you just gotta figure out in the day but what you're doing desiree is you are prioritizing this because you're recognizing that this time spent wherever you are online whether it's linkedin whether it's anywhere else is valuable time because you can see the results of value through the relationships yeah. and values potential opportunities and credibility plus visibility equal opportunity yep so that's a long hashtag, but we'll make it work. All the charisms today. Right. And then Bonnie said, go beyond the accept button. I forgot who made that that uh series that's just push the damn button. I forget there's some guy in Texas that's just talking about making content. I just push the damn button and do it. And um I think that's true because for me, I've been on LinkedIn for about eight years, and for the first five or so it's probably just me making connections yeah i would just about how many connections do i have how many connections do i have and somewhere around 16 17 i was like i need to do something with these connections i just have them i'll become on the the bag lady i just had it and wasn't doing anything with it um so i highly recommend you guys actually engage with people it can be a simple thanks for connecting i mean just just that alone is a simple process let's just say thank you baby yes Voice life, okay um another thing that i can say because i've been i've been around linkedin like a long time i'm talking like 2004 linkedin og oh, you were og for real. Oh, for real. <laughs> and um but to get to cut yourself some slack as well daryl is just remembering that linkedin only became a robust social network within the last three and a half years. Let's yeah. really be honest. Since they started adding video, the first step into becoming a social network was when they changed their messenger from an email kind of vibe to yeah. a tech vibe. That was their first step. Then yeah. adding video, that was huge. That was their game changer right and then again going into the whole live and pictures and all that stuff it wasn't like that eight years ago you wouldn't yeah. you didn't want to be here it was Rolodex. <laughs> it was a place where you applied for jobs but linkedin this is not your granddaddy's linkedin this has changed yeah. this is huge this is different this has now become they've created this environment where you can truly network at a personal professional level mm -hmm. 
right? And that's what we're uh, Oh, sorry to cut you. I think you sent a voice note to, I think, Darlene Evans. Actually, I did, I, this is funny. So I, I put a kudos thing for Darlene Evans. She does a Lean Sigma 6 uh, consulting and stuff like that. And I mentioned, she said, hey, I'm horrible at social media. I need help with that. So all you get to talk to Cher. And then um, Cher sent, you sent her a voice message. And she's never gotten a voice message on LinkedIn, so she texted me like, "What is this? How do I how do I play this? What is this?" I'm like, "Just push the play button." Oh, look, no, 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 first, thank you. But yeah. I'm glad you made that connection that quickly. Like I told her that day, she looked you up. You sent her a yeah. voice was already happening. Yep, <laughs> it is, and it matters, and it's so when you can especially because we're in this world of bots because linkedin is overrun with people who are using automated messaging and i'm not i'm not i'm i'm not a user and i won't be a user it's not it's not my thing i'm so not team automation i get why some people use it i'm not here to, to like strike it down but all i'm saying is that in this world of automation when you can humanize your interaction with mm. people you stand out when someone hears a voice of the profile. It's like, whoa, this is like a real person. A real person, yeah. It elevates your relationship or accelerates. That's a better word. It accelerates the relationship because it's immediate connection. Anything human is like just so much more powerful. And that's why video is so powerful. That's why live is so powerful. The interesting thing with live though, I'm so on the fence with it because you will get much more traction. So Richard Moore actually does a really good job with this and yes. I'm taking page right out of his book um, is cutting down the nuggets from our lives and repurposing them in, into video mm -hmm. just simply because the live we're seeing what the traction is going to be like i used it when it was less people doing live i got a ton of reach and also the interest and fascination of this whole live thing was there but we're just finding that anything i post if i should post a short video i'm getting way more reach if i post a picture yeah. i get way more reach so it's interesting this whole live concept, I love it, and it really gets people who are who are your 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 ride or dies like in there, and I love them. And um, but you also have to look at so those of you who are like envying the live thing, it's cool, but it, it, you, there's other things you can be doing that yeah. will get way more reach than a live. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that. So um, at the end of the day, your content. But what why I was bringing all this up to circle back is just live really is like what you see this is this is share unfiltered <laughs> on like what you see is what you get right now and right. um that's where you build that trust and and that because of what you're talking about and people can see that you know you didn't you know i'm not a, a linkedin person a linkedin linkedin expert i even call myself that although i i I believe I am. I didn't just show up like this. I didn't just show right. up and start regurgitating stuff because I've been on LinkedIn for two years and started using it. No, yeah. like I said, I've been in LinkedIn OG and I have, I have pictures of my profile from 2011. That's the first one. Cause that's when I start really talking about this and yeah. doing this kind of thing and calling myself a social media trainer from way back then. So yeah. I didn't just show up like this. and the whole point of me, and I'm not, it's not about bragging, but the whole point is it, is to say that when you hear me speak, just like when anybody else is an expert in your space, you didn't just show up doing what you're doing, Daryl. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what you're doing. And yeah. when you have a conversation where you hear somebody in their content and you can hear that they're just not one click deep or two click deep, like they go way deep in what they know and they're good for no matter what. That's where the beauty of content comes into place, especially things like live, because it humanizes me, but it also reassures you that I didn't just wake up like this. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't born big. I figured this stuff out along yep. the way. So, it's yeah. super important. I think it's important with live because you get that credibility, like you said, to see, okay, let me ask a question to see if you know what you're talking about. Because mm -hmm. um, I have people put me on the spot sometimes live, which I appreciate that. Um, we have some new comments from Taria Simpson. Say great content. We're content. Thank sorry. Thanks for that. Yeah. Phelan Schultz, thanks. We did connected recently. Thanks for commenting. Thanks you with the, the high five emoji. <laughs> Bonnie said, use the voice feature on messaging. The algorithm is tracking that. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, Sherry, you're doing that a lot. <laughs> well, I'm in Bonnie's voice. I, like, that's how we talk. <laughs> we just like voice notes. And it's always like these big blocks of blue going down into our DMs. It's crazy. I love it. And then uh, Nick Nelson again, thanks for engaging us again, Nick. Authenticity over automation. 
Damn right. Might be a hashtag. I don't know. <laughs> it's full of them today. We're going to have to go back and archive this and like figure out all the, the, the goodness that came out. Yep. And we had Tari actually said, I'm going to try to do the voice notes today. So you've inspired yeah. one user, which is helpful. And that's one thing I think you guys should understand. You shouldn't be hooked up on the entity numbers. It's, it's very hard, but when you post content, you're like, oh, I only saw five likes. Mm. I only saw 10 likes. Mm. I've gotten more engagement from people that don't do a thing with it. Like they don't like it or comment. They say, hey, great videos. Yeah. And then I'll look back like, you've never said a single thing yeah. about what I'm doing. So don't get hooked up on that. I would just get hooked up on leaving a message out there because that's what matters. If you focus on the numbers, you'll never do content because mm -hmm. I'll do something I think is awesome. Like this is going to go viral, mm -hmm. 10 likes. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I've had to learn over time. I just keep on doing it. It's there's a shiny area somewhere on the edge of the rainbow, but mm -hmm. just keep on doing it. Do you kind of feel the same way with the vanity numbers? Don't matter that much for your content. I know that they don't matter. I, okay, so okay, here's I'm like on the fence because vanity metrics are still metrics. Right. They are a reflection of your reach, but it's like it's like this whole building your brand online or, or building an online presence it's like a head and a heart like it, it's like a head yeah. and a heart issue as well like it's a mindset thing and you can't let it stop you because what happens is one day something will tank and you'll be like what the hell I, this was so good i can't believe people can see i didn't get the views and sometimes it's just the network yeah. right? and what it is is you will also find that people offline because 90% of the people who see your content ain't clicking anything and they watch the whole damn thing, right? <laughs> but they will come, oh, I love your videos. And you're like, what? Yep. <laughs> I didn't even know you saw them. So that's cool. But, and then so you you can use the vanity metrics to me measure progress, not validation. So, that's good, yeah. yeah, and it's, there's a, a, there's a significant distinction because you have to get out of the mindset because it's not easier it's not easy like it's easier said than done to like just feel validated by these numbers we all do it feels good that is social media was designed so that it we are addicted to the validation don't mm -hmm. get it that there are psychologists yeah. everything is embedded into this to why we are back on the on the networks because the network's business model is for us to see the ads right yeah. as, as layman users were there to see the ads if you're not on the network if you're not addicted to it you're not going to see it. So ultimately this was designed for the notifications to excite us and be like, Oh, I'm doing great. But if you can compartmentalize that and be like, you know what? I cannot, I cannot gain value out of, I cannot, or um, I cannot measure value based off of that. Yes. Right? And especially when you are um, intentionally leading with value of your content, you know, mm -hmm. that going to serve it's not as vanity you're not going for the vanity you're going for the value over vanity so you got that so let's let me just um summarize where i'm at so it's like you're focusing on value you are not allowing the the metrics to to validate you but what you are using them is you're using them to measure your progress so you can say month over month based off of my activity i'm seeing my numbers go up that's what and you can directly connect it to that you can also use what there's a metric that a lot of people don't know about it's called your ssi score so social selling index score yeah, on linkedin the way that you get there and do not allow this to run you too because this can get in your head as well is you go to linkedin you have to do it from your desktop linkedin.com slash sales slash ssi it will give you an overall rating for your brand and your presence online it will also give you a percentage score based off of your network as well as your industry use these numbers again not to validate you but to measure your progress i'm going to share that in the comments for everybody yeah. so they can find it real quick before we get out of here linkedin.com mm -hmm. so of course, the, my keyboard puts the space when I don't want it to. Of course, right? <laughs> SSI. Yeah, it's it's a it's an incredible again all the numbers. So it's like we you know we hear all the oh don't worry about the vanity numbers. Yeah, good, nice try. But <laughs> you have to you have to just frame them in the way of measurement, mm -hmm. right? And just track your numbers, track your profile views. Are they going up with in in? in alignment with 
your activity. When you see it go down, that that's also an indicator that, okay, I'm not doing what my goals say I should be doing. Yeah. Right. Inspect what you expect. Good old saying, just inspect what you expect. So, and I think it's important too. You said month over month. Yeah. Don't get focused on that one day. Exactly. With that one piece of content, sometimes, trust me, sometimes it's like, and I allow it sometimes to get in my head as well. And this is so I'm like really preaching to the choir right now. It's like, don't allow the fear of your content not doing as well stop you because you might just be blessing that one or two person that might just convert. All you need is one yeah. call. I'm just right? And it's just one of those things where it's just like, um, you just have to just keep trucking, just keep learning from what's working as well. You know what I mean? And um, one thing I always talk, I always remind people when I'm speaking is if you kind of sort of try, you kind of sort of get results. (laughs) Oh, you've got to, you've got to put the work. Social media doesn't work unless you do the work. Yep, it's like that new campaign that said, okay, is not that good, or I forgot the company was. Yes. Um, but when, when okay is not just good enough. Yeah. Um, I had a comment while she had um, Coco Lorraine Vieta. Ah, hey, Coco. <laughs> hey, Coco. Focusing on trying to control the outcome isn't our job. Yes. Yes. You cannot control the outcome at all. Yes. <laughs> I wish we could, my bank account would say a lot more zeros than if I could control the outcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bobby said, one person, one opportunity can equal big change. You can have yes. 10,000 views and not one opportunity arrives until a relationship develops. Mm-hmm. Really not true. Uh, I, I used to get hung up on and uh, Shay Robottom, shout out to Shay Robottom. I've loved her content for a long time. I used to always see her like, man, if I could only have that many views, but that doesn't matter. It's really about the engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest Desiree, Desiree says, use the numbers to measure the value of the content and not the validation. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> And understand that. Oh, looks like Nick giving a shout out to Desiree. And mm-hmm. okay, we got the shout outs going on. So, guys, I want to get Cher out of here. I want to be respectful of her time. Um, did you have anything else you want to leave the wonderful world of LinkedIn right now while you're leaving business with benefits? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think you kind of like drop that, you know, if you kind of sort of try, you kind of sort of get results things. Please remember that, guys. Also, just remember that it's it's know your know your why, know why you're out there. Yep. And it's all about that value over vanity. You got to make sure that you're doing that. And and over time, credibility plus visibility. So credibility on how you show up, credibility in your profiles, how you articulate what it is you do and how you serve, mm-hmm. as well as your visibility, what you show up through, you show up through the comments, through you show up in DMs, through you show up, you show up with your, your content itself. Mm-hmm. That will create the opportunity for you. And it's relationships. They mm-hmm. matter. We talked about, and these are all these pillars that we talked about. And it is so intense. And uh, to to your success, and you talked about like controlling your bank, wishing we could control our bank account, but we control the activities that can incrementally um, create the bank account that we want. Oh, absolutely, right? absolutely. And we how we use our time, how we're using social, how we're, we're leveraging the relationships and staying focused. And it's not always easy, and it takes work. And sometimes it's like you got to remember that um, this stuff takes time. Mm-hmm. And you didn't wake up like this. It works like it just like in your career. You didn't just you took time to get here. Everything that you use, everything you've experienced, you are in one way or another applying to the work that you do. So yeah. just work on it and it'll come. And there's so much free information out there to get you started. And if you know, if you want to go deeper, if you really are having trouble articulating that purpose or having a strategy for that that content that reoccurring content or your strategy on how to get noticed in in this online space and what makes sense for you what's your strategy hey just dm me we'll have a conversation about it and go from yep. there share is definitely the expert and then always remember that people that get good results make good choices that's really all it comes down to so thanks for giving us your attention you could have been anywhere else in the world but you were here with us Way of Life Group is an insurance firm dedicated to helping small businesses get the resources they need to grow, which includes employee benefits for any budget. Please check us out on LinkedIn for more information.